The following podcast is played by adults and uses adult language. You have been warned. If you plan to play The Wild Beyond the Witchlight, a fey wild adventure, and do not want spoilers, please do not listen any further. Hasbro Incorporated and Wizards of the Coast own the rights to Dungeons and Dragons as well as The Wild Beyond the Witchlight, a fey wild adventure. Please support the official game. Started up at the Silver Lake after you guys had just got off the uh, Gondola Swans, and you guys got some interesting information. Going to talk to Palasha, but as you guys were going over to her, she was being carted away to the Big Top Extravaganza, where you guys lifted, cutted rugs, mostly a lot of rug cutting. Bahamut did his best strongman impression. Chess did a friend like me. Ellie did some wild acrobatics off of the fairy dragons that were flying around overhead. Lorelai cut a rug, druid style, in the middle of the of the ring. And this was all enough to get the attention of the carnival owners who uh, invited you to their cabin. You guys got a one-on-one with half the party being your bosses, the other half just uh, some weirdos, right? Right, no, just the guys who run the place. After which you guys were stopped by your security detail, which was Burly, a bugbear wearing dungarees and a jack-o'-lantern helmet, who suggested things are not all good in the Witchlight Carnival. In order to uh, get some dirt going, you needed to get some leverage on Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. As you guys were gathering intel, you took Burley's suggestions of talking to some locals. There was, there was the mermaid, which the girls, as I recall, emphatically wanted to go and visit, which kind of sucked because uh, she got stage fright after being more or less booed off stage. More of the boys to go to Lost Things where they met a, a displacer beast who was kind of keeping an eye on two children, one of whom ran off and the guys had to go get. As you were both, uh, as both parties were finishing up their tasks, the girls ran into the naysay booer and as as uh, they called out to them, Nase Boer, who is represented by this bird token, started just sprinting as fast away as they possibly could. And that is where we left off. Yes, I'm going to fly over the crowd. Okay. Uh, I need you to make a investigation check, and I'm going to give you advantage because you're over the, uh, you're over the crowd. Um, I am also going to be yelling, like, hey, stop that person. Do I have any indication of race, gender, etc.? As I recall, you guys got an eyeful of at least the fact that they are a bird person. Okay. Can we do any sort of check? Nice. No, like, that is Kenku. Like, what that? Because, uh, I'm going to say that because they're deep in a crowd, and, like, they're kind of like using the crowd to their advantage. It's kind of hard to be 100% sure that they're Kenku. So not quite yet. But Ellie is able to uh, get an eye on them as they duck in and out of the crowd. And you see them go into... You see them go into this area. I'm using... Um... I'm trying also to like make sure Lorelai can still see me. Because I don't want to leave her behind because... I mean, I'm small. I don't know how I'm going to physically hold this guy down. <laughs> My muscle is somewhere else, so she's gonna have to do... Right. How do you... How do you let Lorelai know? Well, I'll be motioning to her, like, come on, come on, hurry, hurry, hurry! Yeah, I'm trying to, like, follow from the ground and, like, keep... If I can't see him, at least 
be looking at her above. Okay. It would be at this point, boys, you see your friends kind of like in a frenzy, like chasing a person. Bamuth looks down at you like, should we go chase after them? Yeah, I was going to say like, in a, what is apparently just a fantastically comical moment, Bamuth and I just stare at each other, I guess. I'm going to say, I believe they need some help. Um, uh, yeah, let's, uh, just points for a second, looking back at you, back at them, before just going off into a sprint and chasing after them. Uh, because it's a, because it's a wonderful joke from last time, Chess gets on top of Bamuth. <laughs> and points... I appreciate it. <laughs> and points with his cane at the hooligan in question, and yells charge. Okay, so the party's all back together. I, I would I would make you guys do another check, but the fact that Ellie is kind of like hovering overhead, although would be kind of interesting. I'm going to do one more. Uh, Ellie, do, do me another investigation check at advantage. Oh, okay. Yay. So you look exactly where that person was, and they're actually gone. Like, you you remember seeing a bird, a bird person, kind of, like, make their way through the crowd. And then you were kind of, like, hovering over them. You look back to uh, uh, Lorelai, you were like, come on, come on, come on! And then when you look back down, there's no more bird person. I'm gonna, you know, like, ah, uh, oh, shoot! I lost him! And then I'm gonna fly around that area, looking for him, but also asking people if they've seen someone of his description, or her description. I want to help look for him, too. All right. This time we'll do Lorelai, because... I, I, well, actually, who wants to lead this investigation try to find this person? Bamuth probably would not be great at it unless it involved using his sense of smell. I think Bamuth's going to duck out for <laughs> leading the investigation. I mean, if we're going to... I don't know if we'd use survival as, like, being good at tracking, or that's not how that works. I have good survival. <laughs> I'll do the investigation again. Okay. okay. I figured that this is kind of making it a little bit more interesting. Lorelai, you can... You would have at least caught that this is like a bird person, so you at least know to look for like bird tracks in the dirt. Ellie, you would think to uh, like kind of like ask everybody like, hey, have you seen... You can roll... You both can roll to see if you find any hint. Does this just be investigation? Lorelai's would be a survival because you're looking, you're like trying to follow tracks. And since Ellie is investigating, investigation. Okay. Ellie, you're, you're going around asking people like, hey, have you seen a giant bird? And you kind of get like, you, you get the sensation that like, while nobody's like lying to you, everybody's like kind of having a good time and they're all wrapped up in their own lives. It's Lorelai who kind of like follows the bird tracks and you follow them up to a, a human person, a person who looks human. So what am, so who? What does this person look like? What am I looking at? He is a human person. He has yes. <laughs> he has he has a head of hair and not feathers. He has a face and not a beak. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being a smart ass. Well, you're certainly being an ass. Uh, you know what? Here, I'll I'll do you one better. <laughs> uh, they have they have dark hair, green eyes. They have a beard, a little over, a little uh, heavy set, kind of a light bulbous nose, and are kind of like yeah, have a heavier set build. I'm gonna like kind of do well. I don't know how loud it is, but like a like a stage whisper <laughs> to be like, are you, are you secretly a bird person? <laughs> uh, 
see the bird tracks on the ground. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> and they kind of like look over their shoulder to you and give you this quizzical like, excuse me. Can I like? Because <laughs> uh, I don't know, she's uh, she's weird. So she like, she gotta like poke at him to like see like the top half. <laughs> sure. Where the bird would end. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> so you like you poke them and like you actually feel your finger kind of like phase through a disguise and the human disappears and is just the bird person now. I know you were a bird person. <laughs> Cornered. Do I see do I see this now? Yeah, you would you would all see the the bird person now. I'll be like, aha! You can't hide from us. Bamuth, I'm assuming that um, Chas is still on top of me, pointing at the cane, right? Yeah, I would assume he would be still on top of you. Bamuth is just going to continue his charge at full speed, and. After realizing that he's not going anywhere, he's gonna stop, like, just short of him. Hopefully scaring the crap out of him. <laughs> Roll me an intimidation check at advantage. Could I use strength instead of charisma for intimidation? Hmm. Let's just keep a charisma. Okay, yeah, in that case, um, I rolled pretty bad. That's only a five. <laughs> see how they roll. Well, don't know why you're playing D&D when you're, when you're rolling this hot there, Ian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you kind of like trip and stumble, but like in typical himbo fashion, you were able to like, like replant your feet and kind of like stick your chest out like I meant to do that. And it's enough that the Kenku just throws up their wings in surrender. Bamuth is just gonna, like, cross his arms and, like, look up and just be proud of himself. <laughs> I completed my task. I did the thing. Alright, so... What I was expecting to take a little longer, uh, <laughs> your chase with the Kenku has, uh, seemingly come to a head. They are surrendering peacefully. What would you like to do? Um, now, can we do something, uh, roll to see if we recognize what he is, so we know anything? I mean, at this point, you don't even need to necessarily roll. Like, you're able to, you're, you see what appears, actually, hang on. Did I send you oh, guys no, the handout for this? No. You have not? No. Stand by. Standing before the party is a humanoid raven creature with midnight black feathers and a blue robe. On its back is counterfeit fairy wings that don't look very well drawn. And that is what stands before you. Well. I got you. Um. I don't really know why. Oh, um. <laughs> started running. This was the one that was heckling the, the 
mermaid chick, right? Yeah. Okay, that's 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 what I was okay. I was remembering correctly, so I know what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna fly right up into his face, and I'm gonna wave, you know, like you know, like a shake my little finger at him, and be like, "Why were you making fun of the mermaid?" A kind of masculine voice comes out of this thing. Perfect English. I I don't really dislike her music per se. It's just uh, I'm trying to cause a ruckus. Is it because she's a fish and you're a bird? <laughs> no. Ch Chess, like, looks at Ellie, and I'm just like, my dear, that's awfully reductive of you. Fully aware that I'm a cat in this situation. That's true. He, he would feed you for a while if you were to kill him and eat him right now. <laughs> that's racist. Bamboo <laughs> is going to look down at him and just ask, who are you? I'm Kettle Steam. I'm a little surprised Bombos didn't say, when are you? Not that you guys need it, no, but no. just in case you need the vocabulary words. That was an Avengers joke, everybody. Why are you? Why? I got that reference. Thanks, Captain America. Is that, like, how Kenkus do their names? Like, Yeah, in, um, yeah, in, like, D&D lore, like, they, they're named after phrases they pick up. Huh. Okay, cool. Actually, would Bamuth know that Kenku usually can only talk through mimicry? Go ahead and roll a history check. Oh, Bamuth is great at those. This is going to be wonderful. Natural 20s. Uh, that is a 12. You, you recall that usually, maybe not through mimicry, but you recall like there's usually accompanying bird sounds that follow Kenku's... Uh, speech pattern. This this particular Kenku does not have those bird vocalizations. Baumwolf is going to kind of squint his eyes and go like, how can you talk so good? And they kind of like sheepishly look down and pull out what the players might recognize as like a voodoo doll. The, the doll itself is kind of like is a humanoid figure with with face paint uh, that kind of like a mime with like heavy black circles around the eyes uh, and the mouth but the thing that kind of sticks out to you is like a uh, noose of thorns are around the neck and they go I I'm, I got a voice on loan <clears throat> um, Ellie's gonna be staring at the doll seeming like she's a little excited about it look I have one too and she'll pull out her doll what is the doll? Oh, Describe it's the, it for the class. It is the uh, trinket that she got. It is an Oni doll with a smile. I can't read the rest of it. Kettle Steam. And it has a missing eye. I kind of love that imagery, actually. <laughs> Kettle Steam kind of, like, does the typical bird thing where, like, it gets one of its eyes, like, hovering over the object. And she'll, like, peck at it. <laughs> hey! Be nice! And, um, try and, like, smooth out the clothes. Back to business. Why do you want to make a ruckus? She's still uh, waving her finger in his face. <laughs> and they kind of just, like... Every time you wag your finger in their face, it's like, uh... It's like whenever a hook has to encounter Tinkerbell. Just kind of, like... The, the neck just peels back a little bit further. Basically. <laughs> I'm trying to get a conversation going with Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. 
Why? They have information for me that they're not giving up. They cross their wings. What kind of information? <laughs> I'm trying to track down my patron, Zalbina. Uh, does that name ring a bell? You would have heard it through at least Lorelei and Chess. Yeah. Bamu's okay. eyes open up wide, and he begins, like, just, like, looking back and forth between Chess and Lorelei, which might be somewhat comical, because I think Chess is still up on top of my head. I am. <laughs> just full-blown perched cat. <laughs> Staring down. My tail's flicking. Uh, I, eyes are dilating and everything that, like, looks like he wants to pounce at it. Again, reductive. I can imagine... I do not want to eat the kinku. Alright. Well, I'm talking about anything. Like, it could be a string on a balloon that suddenly catches your eye. The kinku doesn't even have a nice stick. You've owned cats, Chad. You know how crazy they are. Well, I know how crazy your cats are. My cats were chill. Yeah, my cats would dilate their eyes and bounce on, pounce on anything. It's true. To get back on task, though. I am going to ask, uh, he, he said Zeldina, right? He did. I'm going to ask him, um, like, how long has she been missing? And how did you notice she was missing? Both those questions need to be answered now. Just a second. Okay, so the que the first question? Technically, I asked how long has he noticed that she's been missing? They say about a year. And how did he notice that she was missing? We just haven't been in touch, which is very concerning. What is so special about this lady that everybody wants to know where she is? She gives out cupcakes. She is the cupcake queen. Didn't you listen to them earlier? Yes. Wait, you know of Zelbina? Who are you? Babies. I do like cupcakes. I'm a person. Not really. I'm more of a cat. Not really. I'm Excuse me, I asked a question. They, like, get really frustrated. <laughs> I'm answering his question. How do you know about Zelbina? Oh, you also I'm asked gonna... who we were, to be fair. One question at a time. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Have you met this party? Clearly we can't answer more than one at a time. Hey, the DM is uh, guilty of that crime, too. <laughs> How do we know about... That's what he asked, right? How we know about Zeldina? Yes. We are... And I point to specifically Lorelai and myself with my cane. I say, we are acquaintances slash friends. I don't really know what our relationship is, to be honest. But we know one of her other people that she gets po or gives powers to. Also, she gave me a cupcake, because she's the cupcake queen. Also, she may have helped birth the other one. And I point back at Lorelai. Listen, she's a very busy woman, and we all want to see her safe, mainly for the cupcakes, though. It's not magic, is it? I'm hungry. That's a good question. <laughs> that deserves an answer. And as soon as I remember, I will verify. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is, indeed, magic. That old cooch with the nice cane. And all the fairies. And the fairies. I forgot about those. Good job, Lorelai. I drew them in my book. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me she's like just showing the like Kenku the yep. drawings. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody's <laughs> like, fairies, see? <laughs> these are I what like they look like. <laughs> I have their names underneath their portraits. Like, this is. <laughs> I'm gonna be looking at the book while I'm eating some more popcorn, seeing if I recognize any of the fairies she drew. I don't think you would. Okay. As you kind of open up the book, or your drawings to Madric, their feathers just poof. So they cross their arms and get a little upset looking. 
Ah, Madrick. What a joke. Am I getting a hint? Um, can I do like an insight to know if I've got a little bit of jealousy? Or actual, did he actually get like scorned by this person? You, could, you can do an insight check. Because I'm just assuming this is a very beautiful lady and maybe they both want her affection. That's what I'm coming up with. If by affection you mean godlike powers, then yes. Full disclosure, I don't know what they rolled, but it was definitely very low. Oh, he's just pouty that he got caught. Okay. I'm going to keep eating my popcorn then. My good sir, your personal feelings on Madrick aside, you clearly both want the same thing, which is to save the Cupcake Queen. Cupcake Queen. So, yes, yes. <laughs> I was say, as he starts questioning it, my eyes just get like really big. As, I've, as if I'm just being like, question it, I dare you. After he backs off, I'm going to go, So, would it not just be more prudent to work together on this particular occasion for the safety of she who delivers babies and bequeaths cupcakes? <sighs> I suppose we're after the same thing. Doesn't mean I have to like it. Do you not like working with people or something? Think of it as like uh, a sibling rivalry. We're both trying to get something from the same source. Is it cupcakes? I'm gonna be looking at him like Let's squinty call it eyed. Does he want harm on this woman or uh, uh, person? Sorry. Is is this a question to Kettlesteam? To no, this is a question to the DM. I'm okay. looking at him, squinting at him. Does he want to bring harm to this person? Because you said they're both after her. Go ahead. Basically, she doesn't. She doesn't trust him. Because <laughs> he's already shown he's a mean person and wants to cause a ruckus. You said insight. Yes, please. Twelve. That's good. You can tell that just by like the demeanor of not only this uh, kettle steam, but of Lorelai and Chess. That like it's not necessarily they're not trying to harm anyone. Okay. Here for the vibes and the good time, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just let the party flow, man. Are the vibes it's good? All good? Are the vibes good, son? Passing the vibe check. So far, actually, yeah. The vibe, you know, good. Wait, did he answer my question on how she realized that he was... How he realized she was gone? Yeah, they, uh, the response was that they just stopped talking. Ah. Kind of similar to what Magic had said. But they're still getting... Well, I guess I would have to ask this, really. I mean, like, but... Are your powers diminished at all? I've got some tricks up my sleeve, but not as much as I used to. So we can assume that the queen is still alive, but possibly yeah. weakened. Potentially. Or maybe yes. just very far away. Hmm, that is true. They took a vacation. <laughs> if I had to deal with bird people, I would also take a vacation. <laughs> you the only bird person you've met or have you met several bird people this is the first bird person i've ever seen oh no 
<laughs> but we have Except decided we do not like him. One. <laughs> but is that a bird person? Or is that perhaps? And he just goes off on like this weird philosophical rant about what would qualify as a bird person. Starts talking about like if people in Plague Doctor Masks count as bird people and just, just gets ridiculous. <laughs> I've tried talking to the carnival owners in the past, but they never gave me the solid information. They always get me the they kept giving me the cold shoulder. Yes. What? That one doesn't seem very friendly at all. I can't remember which one that was. I'm going to go with Mr. Witch. The guy in the top hat? Yeah. That's Mr. Witch, yeah. 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 The other one was too friendly. We should see if we can merge them together via magic. Maybe we'd have a good person to run this carnival then. Is there a way for me to know by reputation of what they're saying is true? Elaborate a bit. Um, so I've worked here for a while. And there's going to be a reputation of like, oh, well, Mr. Lights is, you know, he puts on this facade, but he's actually an asshole. And then, you know, Mr. Witch, he may be an asshole on the outside, but he's actually a softy at heart. Or if it's actually true, like they, like, he is actually friendly and the other guy is a prude. So, as we talked about last session, you guys actually don't really know your bosses all that well. Like, and I'm talking had... about by reputation. Oh, by uh, reputation. Uh, yeah, by reputation. Mm -hmm. I guess by reputation, you would kind of just gather that they're, they're they are their personas. Mister Mister Light is definitely the more charismatic and kind of more of the face of the carnival, where Mister Witch is kind of the guy who kind of runs things from behind closed doors. They generally kind of keep to themselves, really. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was a question to the just to the group. Like, why does everyone think they know what happened to her? Isn't isn't that what the ogre said? But, but, okay. but where did he get? But, but where does he think? Why does he think they know? And then you think they know? And then you're deciding the bugbear knows what he's talking about and thinking where they know she went. To be clear, I think they know of how to get to the Feywild. I don't know if they know anything about Zelbina personally. I just want the door that they use to get to the Feywild, or portal, or magical spell, whatever. Because I'm guessing the Feywild is where we're gonna find Zelbina. Anyways, so if I recall. They did not quite pass the vibe check. Also that. It's the most important check we have, Fairy. Our plan was the right before the last hour, We were, this is when Mr. Witch is going to be by himself, right? I mean, we're going to steal his watch to blackmail him, basically. <laughs> not blackmail him, we get him to talk. I'm just trying to reference if that's what we were talking about last time. Basically, we still need to go and talk, like, this is obviously a lot of character, we still need to go to the Hall of Illusions and talk to that dude, too. But from what we know so far, it's that, like, that watch is really important. I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of having a hard time remembering what we talked to the Displacer Beast about last time. And the mermaid wasn't super helpful because of this dude. But she was going over to the Hall of Illusions as well because her boyfriend's over there. Aren't they, isn't, like, that her ex-boyfriend now? Aren't they split up? I he think could, so. He, his voice got stolen before he could propose or something. So. Wait, his voice wow. got stolen? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> None of us picked nope. up on that till now. I was going to say, no keeper just dropping bombs. Uh, well, I kept waiting for a moment to talk, to ask about the doll, but we were talking about a bunch of different subjects, so. You, you bring this up in character? Well, I've been like, so, is that doll? And I'm like looking at the barbed wire around its neck. It's like, um, so when you say voice on loan, are you like holding someone's voice hostage in that doll so you could use it? 
No, no, no. Insight. Yes, insight. Yep. All the insights. Yep, yep, yep. Actually, hang on. Dude. Let's make this easy on the DM. Let's make it Lorelai with advantage because everybody's kind of also kind of peeking in on this idea. Uh, well, 17. Okay. Yeah, no, he's full of shit. Did you steal Candlefoot's voice? The guy from the Hall of Illusions? No! Cat! Liar! Spinner yes. of false truths! That's so rude! He was gonna propose the love of his life, and you cut him off! And then you go and heckle her? In his I voice! I needed his voice! I needed his voice! I needed to get the information! You need a good <sighs> you need a good smack bottom is what you need. I'd prefer it if he didn't. Ellie's gonna take out a hot dog and start eating it. Watching this all proceeding. Uh, Lorelai is gonna look aghast, and then she's like pulls out the notebook and it's like, and she doesn't say anything. But to her, this is like a sick idea for one of her books. She's gonna, gonna write it down. Love and Kenku. <laughs> Maybe Bamuth has some truth in his not trusting burnt people. Chess is going to like pat Bamuth on the head and be like, Bamuth sees him. Her. I'm a girl. Kettle probably should have picked a voice. Probably should have <laughs> picked a more feminine voice. Whatever. Indeed. Sees her. And is going to go ahead and just snatch him up. Or attempt to, anyways. You know, if, if we give it back his voice, like, maybe the two of them can help us as well. <laughs> Indeed. You know? But listen, the great theory of quest lines determines that we also get something in return. Therefore, to the Hall of Illusions. <laughs> I'm not going there. Isn't? Aren't they being held up by Bamu? <laughs> They're still gonna say that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to like. I'm going to like get down and lock eyes with her, and I'm gonna be like, "Show me on the doll where you have a choice." I broke the DM. Is she looking at the doll to see where? <laughs> the no, she just kind of like. She kind of looks around a little bit, and she just looks back to you again and just says, I'm not going. Why? I need to figure out what happened to Zalbina. And by helping us, that will be accomplished. Right, but I don't want to look at him. Holding his voice. Yeah, just the idea is that you're going to give it back. I have an right. idea. Uh, and apologize. What? And apologize. Lorelei. I have an idea. Lorelai, is it? Good point. Close your eyes. Why? You said you don't then want to you, look Then at you them. don't have to look at him. They roll their eyes, <laughs> like, all risking breaking their neck, like, eye roll. Is that what I meant? Look, just let me down. Let, let me talk to Mr. Witch and Whistler Light, see if we can't get something going. You said and, you already tried to talk to them. But you said you did. You were able to talk to them, right? I work here. You work here? This is perfect! What do you know about the the Hourglass Coven? It's a cup? Hourglass Coven. Coven. Sorry, I heard cup. That's fair. It's Discord. It's it's an hourglass. Okay. And Listen, it has the, coven stuff. The last time I was here, I overheard them talking. They said, and they drop into the mimicry and make a perfect representation of Mr. Light. Someone is going to find out about this! They'll shut us down! And then you hear Mr. Witch come in. We agreed to this pact. 
we are our hands were forced but our eyes were opened we let the hourglass coven take what they want but in return we stay in business that is what you want right that sounds very shady. Maybe bird person is not very bad. But we have a plan. Shades of gray, my friend. Shades of gray. I do not think of things this way. Perhaps you were right, Chess. Who told us? Somebody told us? Or was that maybe in the conversation that me and Ellie weren't part of? About missing kids? Missing people? People disappearing from the carnival? That was something to do with the Hall of Illusions, wasn't it? I thought we all heard about that at the very beginning. I just don't remember where we heard that. Either way, we got that information somehow, so this coven... Maybe they're the ones... They kidnap people, and in exchange they get to keep the carnival. So are you saying that they kidnapped the cupcake, cupcake lady? She's the... What to be, patron? She's the... No. Um, is there- She's the one providing power for this place. Have I ever heard of the Hourglass Coven? Like, anything about that? No. Roll for it. This oh, okay. is the first time you've heard this phrase. Hold up, a really random skill might come in handy here. Okay. So even if I don't know what the Hourglass Coven is, I should te theoretically be allowed to, like, know where to learn of it. Well, it seems like to learn about it, you would need to talk to Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. <laughs> I will I will live with the punishment, I suppose. Just, but we are planning on the hour before the ending, the crowning, is when we're going to try and sneak in to Mr. Witch, right? That is still what we're yes. doing. And we still need to go talk to Candlefoot, which would be much more helpful with his voice. Because he knows yes. something. Because it's in his gratitude. Hall of Illusions that things are disappearing. Okay. Oh, was it only when they go in the hall? I thought they just disappeared randomly. I thought it was the Hall of Illusions, and that's why everybody was warning us away from there. Oh. I know that the people... Well, I guess Derek can change if that's correct. But, like, the people... Like, the people who work here know to stay away from it. However, guests, nothing ever seems to happen to them in there minor correction on that. It's like a taboo location where people will still go in and out of it. It's just kind of like, ah, oh, do I really have to? I kind of don't want to go there. It gives me the creeps. But guests will come in and out of it. Yes. Okay. That's not to say that nothing ever happens there. That's just what you know. Based on what you overheard, this hourglass coven, they probably have Zelbina hostage or something, some sort. Because she, Witch and Light told us that she's the one that basically powers this whole carnival, right? Am I misremembering? So, they get her and then they have leverage to then make a deal with the owners, steal people while letting them still keep the carnival running. I don't know. That's my theory. Which means just trying to go and talk to them outright is not going to get us anywhere. It's going to just talk in circles. We need more allies within the carnival itself. Which means returning Candlefoot's voice. I still need it. To talk to Witch and Light? Yes! Which we can pretty we much can guarantee talk. you is not going to lead anywhere. Ah. Uh... 
We can talk to them for you. Unless there's something you're not telling us, Kettle Stream. Steam! It's Kettle Steam! That is literally not what it says on the picture. Fucking what, really? Read the picture, bro. Kettle Stream. Am I going crazy? Am I the only one seeing an R there? It is Kettle yeah, Stream. Yeah, it has one T. That's fucking funny. Yeah, because the book and everything else has it as Kettle Steam. So that's, that's just... Weird. That's weird. It's just a typo. Okay, well then just... Revise what I said with the word Kettle Steam. Yeah, sure enough. No, you're not going crazy. I kind of like the idea that Chess is just trying to fuck with him, though. <laughs> just calling him Kettle Stream. Fair enough. It seems in character. Yes. Indeed, Kettle Stream. I'm just going to keep going with this now. What makes you think that you talking to them, something you have not been able to accomplish, something you probably couldn't accomplish without us, and something that you've literally stolen a man's voice and insulted his fiance over? What makes you think this conversation that you probably can't have anyways is going to change their witchy little minds. Please, enlighten me, bird girl. Well, cat man, don't. <laughs> she she looks around at everybody, like, trying to get, like, some form of approval, but isn't getting it. <sighs> My dear, well, this is a battle of wits and you come unarmed. Come unarmed. Please, just explain yourself. Listen, if I... If we get this leverage you guys are talking about getting, then I'll be able to properly ask what this candle, the hourglass covenant, is. Yes, and in order to get this leverage, we need Candlestick to have his voice back. See, but then, you see the pickle you're in. But I won't be able to ask my question. <sighs> Can you write? Uh, write down your list of questions, and one of us will ask them for you. And we will make sure you are there with us. We all want to save Zelbina. You're going to have to trust us eventually, because you can't do this on your own. If you could, it'd be done already. Roll a persuasion check at advantage. Can I do an intimidation check at advantage instead? Because I actually have points in that. <laughs> persuasion. Because right, you're trying to make them work with you. But you've also got the advantage of your friend, like, holding them up in the air. Well, Jesus. you know, natural 20s on either side. I yeah, right? <laughs> I, never in the history of this game will that happen again. Oh my god. I am um, very persuasive. <laughs> Bahamut, you would feel them kind of like retreat in this just kind of like surrender. And you see them like, can I have my arms back, please? Um... No, and I'm gonna keep walking us towards the big, or not the big top, the Hall of Illusions, right? Oh, oh no, you need to write something. I'm so sorry. My, yeah, Bamuth lets like loosens up on one arm. <laughs> okay, they reach. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm dumb. I'm not gonna lie. I was really liking this whole, this whole. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they reach into the robes and pull out the doll, and with like a single thumb flick, the Thor and scope crashing onto the the ground. You kind of see like a light fade from the from the voodoo doll and then they just hand it over to ellie Ooh. for your doll collection i guess i'll take it <laughs> thank you for being reasonable kettle kettle stream <laughs> you are a good person today try to be one again tomorrow bigfoot bigfoot i think she's talking about you i'm uh, gonna looks at himself and begins contemplating whether or not he looks like a Bigfoot. Next up for our group is the Hall of Illusions, I think. Ken Kenku can come with us or not. Chess would invite her along, though. Like, now, come with us and we'll get all this sorted out. But if they actually come with us, that's up to them. Okay. They'll respond with, All right, all right, let's get going. I want to meet whoever they stole that from. So, Kettlesteam, uh, are you a good rogue? Are you good at stealing things? That might come in handy later. 
as chess, they respond with, that's awfully reductive. <laughs> well, I, I, I like look back Legend. at... I look back at Bombooth and I'm just like, <laughs> like, completely recognizing my own voice. I'm just like, I'm not wrong, you know. Bombooth just like, his eyebrows kind of furrow in just kind of a confused way and he just kind of shakes his head and keeps walking. A Kenku sidekick is the thing I never her? knew that I needed. Are you still holding her? Yes, I, I, I would still be holding her. Okay. She's trying to write as she's bouncing up and down <laughs> walking. <laughs> I guess so. With one arm free. <laughs> Just writing down her questions. As we're walking, I'll be saying, Official business! Official circus business! Get out of the way! Do we, do we, do we have badges that we can, like, flash to people to show that we work here? I mean, your wings. Are there wings, like, this different is true. colors? Like, staff wings, different colors? Yeah, they're, they're noticeably, like, a little bit more vibrant. As you get close... This large tent is painted with a mural of shifting images showing grinning fairies diving into pools of color. The hellacial stripes of the tent's pointed canopies rotate in spirals, while the whole display seems designed to befuddle onlookers. A clown dressed in muted garb stands at the tent's entrance, blinking at you. Would we recognize this as Candlefoot? Yes. I'm gonna wave enthusiastically at him. How you doing? Feeling a bit more chatty today? They... They kind of furrow their brow and look at you quizzically, and then with a uh, with a chalkboard they have around their neck, kind of go, not especially. Why don't you give the throat a good clearing? Did they actually say that, or did they type? Did they write that out down? They wrote it down on a chalkboard they have around their neck. Okay. Then then Lorelai asked the question I would have. See, I bet your your vocal cords feeling a little bit better today. <clears throat> Speak. Bamuth smiles and then uh, he drops Kettle Steam and kind of pushes her towards Candlefoot, crosses his arms, waiting for an apology from them. <laughs> they sheepishly walk up to Candlefoot, and Candlefoot has this look of confusion on his face. Kettle Steam goes, What do you have, Mac? And Kettle Steam look, er, uh, Candlefoot, sorry, two like names. They look back to the party like confused. Well, the bird person took your voice, but decided to be a good bird person, and gave it back. See, they use this doll, and I'll point to the doll. And you see, like, what is normally a very mopey-looking mime, just brim with rage. And Kettle Steam looks back to you like, uh, 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 uh. uh <laughs> I will- Calm down. I will interpose myself between them, and I'm going- You see him, like, jot- he's like- he goes back to his- his chalkboard, and, like, you see, like, my life, my fiancé, my- like, it just, like, writes down, like, furiously. It's, like, it's almost incoherent anger. Kettle Steve just kind of, like, takes a giant step back. Now, now, my good friend, there's nothing that you can't have repaired. Let's keep a calm head about all this, and I believe what the bird is trying to say is, I'm sorry. Hoping now that, like, I've said the words they can mimic me, I'm going to look back at the bird and be like, Isn't that right, Kettle Stream? I have the finest tools in all the land! Even even Chess is just confused now. Like, I don't understand, Kenku. <laughs> Where's Palasha? Sorry, go ahead. I'll just say, while they're having this exchange and, and Kenneth's all angry, I have, like, an herbalism. Like, can, can I try and, like, see if there's stuff in there that I can take out that... For him to like eat to soothe his throat since he hasn't used it in a while <laughs> like 
don't know. Some nice tea. Or root or something. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and roll a medicine check. 14? You kind of see a look of relief wash over their face of like, oh my god, it's a muscle I haven't used in forever, finally being un unconstricted. Did we ever find out how long he hadn't been able to talk? The book doesn't say exactly how, how long it's been, so I'm going to okay. say like maybe a couple of weeks. Okay. There. That should feel better. See, I we're all very helpful here, being very, very helpful. You should remember that. Also, we don't work for free. We need information. Ellie was going to ask about Palasha. Yeah, I was I was just waiting for my turn, that's all. Sorry, there's a, there's a lot of information going on here. Yeah. As Candlefoot is getting his voice back, you notice the lights get brighter all, all around the area. Were we finding out about the whole emotion thing of the circus, or was that just speculation out of RP? I believe that the boys were able to put it together when it happened to them at the Lost Things. Okay, so Lorelai and Ellie don't quite understand it yet. Not yet. The vibes are good. Bumble says, looking around at all the candles, suddenly lighting up. Vibes do seem to be vibing. Yes, the circus seems to be on some sort of permanent vibe check. So I will, I will still have asked my question. No. Where is Palasha? After a sip, they just go. <sighs> she just left. <sighs> she's, uh, she's going back to uh, perform. I convinced her to go back. The show must go on, as they say. <clears throat> was she happy to see you? I think the situation being what it was, she was rightfully upset. And he looks over to Kettle Steam. Now you can propose! As soon as I'm done helping you, that is the first thing I am doing. Um, Ellie's gonna get all, like, cutified and be like, Ooh! Yeah, Lorelai's just, like, smiling, like, ear to ear. Chance is just happy that he's a man of honor. Bamuth just has this big beaming smile, and he kind of pats him on the shoulder. Now, if uh, you'll pardon me, I am anxious to get to that, but I do wish to help you. What's happening? Why is... What's... Ha what What can I do for you? Um, I'll go close, kind of whisper. Is... Are people disappearing from the Hall of Illusions? There are people that, uh, that definitely go in that don't come back out. But the thing is, is that they themselves are a little strange. <clears throat> if you hang around long enough, you'll see something incredibly out of the ordinary. Does it happen often? Well, look over there. And he points behind you all, and you see, in a flash... In the time it takes for Candlefoot to point, you see a dead blue-skinned little girl in a ratty dress holding a giant colorful lollipop, and over her face is a eerily realistic pig face. In the course that it takes you guys to blink, they disappear. Candlefoot looks to you guys and goes, that's um, a somewhat common occurrence, though not an everyday one. <clears throat> Ellie's gonna kind of shriek and then beeline it to Bamuth and then just, like, hide in his fur. I wouldn't be too worried. If they wanted something from you, they would have taken it by now. <clears throat> like, like what? What have they taken from other people? Chess is gonna look at Lorelai and he's gonna be like, man, the vibes are off. Yeah, these vibes, they're not vibing. Yeah, I do not appreciate <laughs> that. Does not pass the vibe check. <laughs> Did it, I mean it was happened so fast? 
don't know, did was there an hourglass anywhere on her? And Bamuth also asked a question. To answer Caitlin's question, no, no hourglass. Just creep. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. And to answer Bahamut's question, um, it depends on who's carrying it. They aren't alone. I've seen everything. Uh, sometimes it's sometimes they just disappear into the into the halls with what seems to be nothing. Other times I've seen them dragging what I assume is a shadow, kicking and screaming, but making no noise. Wait, when you say they, do you mean like the, the little girl thing? Like, is that the they? There's more than one. And they all vaguely look like that? But oh, not a little girl. I, I wish. No. Uh, if you look to the trees, you might see the other one. Uh, depending on the time of night, there's the one with the crescent moon around their face, followed by black mist. The tree one kind of looks like a toad, but not in the traditional sense. If these are things you plan on talking to, I wouldn't necessarily advise it. <clears throat> this is good tea. This sounds very uh, frightening. Sounds are like no. Are you sure nope. that we want to go in? Am I sure? Absolutely not. I'm with I, you guys. I do what? suppose that fortune favors the bold. Bamwith slowly starts stepping oh, towards the entrance. Rinning. As as you guys are kind of like having this conversation with Candlefoot, you kind of catch this per in your periphery. A wooden mannequin of a grinning, raven-haired young woman in witch's attire and a green flowering cape hovers inside of a glass cabinet. At the top of the cabinet, a sign reads, Tasha, the wizard, known for her hideous laughter. A halfling couple holds hands as they approach the glass cabinet. One of the halflings is wearing butterfly face paint. As he drops to one knee and pulls a small box from his pocket, his sweetheart busts into laughter and begins rolling on the ground. The halfling in the face paint begins sobbing and darts into the nearby tent without getting his ticket punched. You see kind of Candlefoot, like a uh, Candlefoot kind of look and... Whoop, whoop, sh uh, well, I messed that up. Do you want us to go and get it punched? Just get them out quick, I suppose. Candlefoot, a suggestion. When you propose, don't do it in front of that doll. It just seems like proposals kind of go bad at the carnival. Who knew? <laughs> Before we, like, go off on this side quest, I'm going to ask Candlefoot if he knows anything about the hourglass. The hourglass coven? Coven. I want to say conclave for some reason. Yes, the coven. Is a... I guess they wouldn't be the same thing. Your Warhammer uh, vocabulary is meshing with the uh, the D&D vocabulary. You're not wrong. So they would respond with something akin to like, I I don't know too much about, afraid I know little to nothing about a uh, hourglass coven. I just know the weird things that like to hang around this hall. Have they, have they been hanging around this hall for like close to, I don't know, a year. He kind of, like, rocks his hand back and forth, still kind of, like, relying on his mim uh, his mime-isms. Definitely related to the coven. Yeah, probably related. <laughs> I know we have to go get this, like, dude out of the thing, but also... Okay, Candlefoot, we can agree that we are good people that have helped you, right? Why do I feel a butt coming? Not really a butt, but <laughs> certainly something. But we can agree on that, correct? We are good people and we have helped you. Yes. Cool. We're gonna need you to trust us based off of those two facts. Because we're also trying to help a fairy 
I don't actually know what the... We're trying to help a Cupcake Queen. Archfey? Yes, an Archfey. A Cupcake Queen, who's gone missing. That's why the, the, the bird's here. Also, they are possibly the patrons of this carnival, right? Yes, if I do recall, she gives this place uh, its power. There we go. See? Listen to the elephant. They never forget. But to do that, we have to steal something from one of your bosses. So is there any way you could help us do that? Um, also, we're trying to help your bosses because we think they're in bad place with the hourglass coven. And this might be able to help them too somehow, I'm hoping. The grand theory of the universe says that I'm right. Well, um, unfortunately, I am just this. Um, and he points to it. He points to the fact that he's like a mime. So I don't really know how I can... You said steal? We have to get Mr. Witch's pocket watch. Oh. Oh my, that's... That's quite the order. Well, maybe that one over there, and he looks over to Kettle Steve. They seem pretty good at stealing. Maybe they can help. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Kettle Steve crosses their wings. No, no one wants my help. I don't have to. What? At least Bahamut knows that I'm a rogue that steals. Well, I mean, having more than one set of hands for the job would be... Better, I assume. Two heads are better than one. My concern like still rests. Say. Yeah, my concern still rests on the fact that we don't even know if he takes it off. So, like, unless you're somehow going to rogue all up in there and get it off of his actual person. I have an invisibility. You, cake. you actually know this. Right. At the displacer beast, they told you that he never takes it off. Oh yeah, he never takes it off. There we go. I have this. I pull out the cake of invisibility. I forgot about that. That is going to be very helpful. Okay. Let's go off on this side quest and make sure that guy gets out of the Hall of Illusion so we can learn something else. And yes, Chet says it just like that. Oh. Um, anything else I can help with before you go running in there? Uh, also, punch your ticket. Oh, yeah. And I present my ticket. <laughs> yep. As you're, like, all looking, you see a shadow, like, rush past your feet towards where the uh, the halfling was headed. Uh-oh. Oh. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding it... on to Bama, so if he goes in, I go in. Uh, Lord, I just say, well, we're here for a good time, not a long time, right? Let's go. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I plan to live forever. So do I, but, we you are... know... <laughs> we... Listen. <laughs> we're a tabaxi that has hex blood, a giant elephant man, a tiny fairy woman, and an elf that is also more than an elf. I'm pretty sure we're going to be okay. There's four of the four main characters right in this group. We're fine. And that's how the TPK began. <laughs> <laughs> we're practically gods. Let us go into the Hall of Illusions. Also, I'm sure there was something we forgot to ask Candlefoot, but I can't think of it right now. Is there any way for me to stealth on Bahama? Yes, actually. You can go ahead and just roll a stealth. Okay. And since you're kind of like using a big creature to hide your small creature, I'll give you advantage. You enter the Hall of Illusions. Tall mirrors line the interior walls of the tent. Near the entrance, uh, mirrors near the entrance reflect onlookers. And as you look into these first ones, what do you guys look like younger? Smaller. Um... Bamuth looks probably about half his size with much smaller tusks. Maybe slightly less hairy, but still very fuzzy. His hair is probably softer. 
I'd, I would definitely be smaller. Hair would be shorter. Wings probably not big enough to really fly too well. Chest actually looks fairly different. My skin, my skin, my fur is not purple, stri um, stripes of purple. Uh, it's actually a more of a golden yellow, orangish color. And my eyes aren't the green that they are now. They're an amber. The horns that wrap around the back of my head are completely absent. None of my features are like exaggerated like they are now. And the gleam of insanity that is in my eyes that you guys have all kind of grown accustomed to is a much more normal gleam of curiosity of a young, you know, typical for young kids. Lorelai's also obviously a lot smaller, shorter, but she still looks pretty similar to how she looks now. Still has the long, crazy teal blue hair and green eyes and pale. She's, uh, yeah, dressed more in like natural colors, woodsy colors, browns and, and greens and stuff instead of the bright colors that she does now, but, uh, still has like the flowers all in her hair and everything. Um, and she normally, she has a bunch of druidic tattoos on her leg and her arm and across her back, but in this younger state, she doesn't really have those, but she just, just has like on her right hand, more like henna style tattoos, not permanent ones, just on like her hand. You would all see all of your younger selves in the mirrors. And as you progress further and further, you see that person begin to transform into the person you know today. I want everybody to make a perception check as you are looking for the halfling person who ran in. You see, you see the halfling looking into the mirror. This would be uh, Bahamuth uh, Chess. Yeah, Bahamuth and Chess would be the ones to see him. He's kneeling in front of the mirror with his hand on the on the pane, and you see his reflection, but you also see a smaller other reflection, and it's the it's the creepy little girl that you saw outside of the tent. As you lay eyes on them, and again, blink, gone. And I look at Chess and just go, that doesn't seem good. <laughs> Chess is kind of like scratching his chin right now, and he's just like, I agree. What the hell was that? Didn't he say that sometimes they took things from people? Maybe they're after the halfling. I think that we should go stick with him. Maybe make sure he gets out of here safe. Yes. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look at the girls real quick and be like, are we in agreement? We protect the halfling? Yep. Are they with us, or did we get split up? Oh, yeah. Wait, how did we get split up? No one got split up. I'm just okay. saying, I, I, if I did say you guys got split up, I apologize. Um, I meant that it would be Chess and Bahamuth that would notice the halfling kneeling in front of the mirror and would also see the the creepy little girl in the pain before she disappears. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay, well, in that case... They looked um, left, you guys looked right. <laughs> right, okay. So in that case, I'll kind of quickly relay what Bombleth and I saw, and just be like, the creepy little girl looks like she's stalking the halfling? That might be a good way of putting it. 
And I think, and uh, Bamuth suggested that we protect the halfling, and I, I agree. I think we should do that. Bamuth is going to approach the halfling and kind of crouch down next to them. Hey, are you doing okay in here? Crazy place, this <laughs> is. She, <laughs> she laughed at me, man. <laughs> The, the little girl was asking me if I had any regrets and she said she knew somebody who could help me and all I needed to do was just follow her through this pain but I can't get in you don't want to hey. get in hey it's okay that I wouldn't take advice from somebody that lives inside of a mirror but I love her man did you did you think about like proposing to her not in front of a cursed doll that's literally infamous for her hideous laughter. What? Bamuth kind of looks up to Chess to explain what what happened out there. The doll, the, the doll that you were staying at, the one in the cabinet, was, it was literally a doll of Tasha. Oh my god, I'm so laughter. stupid! Oh my god! Hey, hey, hey. His makeup okay. is running down his face in giant white globs. Like, like Chess is trying to like. I hand him a handkerchief. Chess is trying to like calm him down. He's just like, hey, hey, stupid people have good lives too. <laughs> I hand him a handkerchief. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Oh no, sorry, it's all good. Uh, Bamuth kind of pats him on the back and is like, "It's okay. I'm not very bright either. I got kicked out of um." my tribe because I was not like them but I found a new life here I'm sure that you can fix things with your lady friend now come on let's get you out of here <laughs> and Ben was gonna hold out his hand um Lorelai's gonna start taking a bunch of flowers out from her hair and like make like a bouquet for him be like here does she like flowers? She likes lilies. Uh, <laughs> do I have lilies in my hair? I don't know. Can, can you make lilies grow? Like, I've, what are the extent of your I powers? Mean, it, goes, it goes with the seasons. So, I don't know, whatever season it is. Is it the season for lilies? I'm gonna go ahead and say you can make lilies. We appreciate Sorry. it, God. I just think about <laughs> lilies. <laughs> and then one just like pops out. <laughs> Pretty much. One big one, right in the middle. There you go. She basically just pulls a Groot from uh, from the movie and just like kind of grows from her hand. And he takes it like, uh, 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 thank you. What? What else did the lady, the creepy little child thingy, promise you? Just to help me with this situation like I, I can have her fall along with me but and, I didn't know that it was a creepy doll that makes people laugh and I got I was so hurt and I didn't know what to do but now you guys are here and you can't, he just keeps rambling like that for a while wait so the creepy doll lady in the little cabinet thingy is the one who said you could do well, that isn't that what he said he no. points to chess what about the creepy lady? What about the little creepy who, girl? Who who said she could help you? Not the creepy doll, I'm guessing. 
uh, there might be some confusion here. He said that the little girl in the pain was promising to help him. Yeah, the 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 girl with the pig mask. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, the creepy doll is a completely different thing that most likely made your lady love uh, laugh because you know again kind of famous for that whole spell uh don't propose in front of cursed objects i like look at the entire group and i'm just like it's a warning for all of you y'all y'all fall in love don't don't you know propose in front of a cursed object it's just not wise really also uh, she promised that she'd make someone love you forced to love by magic it, it never goes well either yeah what I've read. Yeah, she's I've right. read many stories. It does not um end how you would think. Yeah, have some self-respect, man. What did you have to give her? <laughs> My ring. Oh shit! He like pats his he pats his uh, pants. I must have dropped it. Your ring of what? My wedding ring for her. Oh. You're gonna give your wedding ring for 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 your girl to the creepy bunny person? I don't know why I said no. pig, pig person. No! I, I'm sorry, like, you described this you described this character, and my brain keeps flashing to, uh, to Rapture from Bioshock. Uh, frankly, it's actually not too far off, so but just, it's just a pig mask. I just keep thinking of bunny mask because of that stupid game. Anyways, yes. So, w were you going to give your ring to the bunny, or to the pig mask girl? No, I was... <laughs> What I was gonna going to use it to propose with. What were you going to give to the pig mask girl? What did she want in exchange? She just wanted me to... Because she just wanted to talk, so I needed to make my way through the, the, the glass. And you listened to her? Yeah. Okay, we find this ring, <laughs> we get you out of here, and then we figure out what's going on with this pain. Does anybody have any... ring. What, what? I don't think the ring's that important. Maybe we should just focus on getting out. But how will he propose? Yeah, Bombus gets it. He's got flowers. <laughs> Ellie will start looking on the floor for a shiny ring object. Sure. Um, a temporary ring until he can get a new one. I can make a silent image. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it was like a family heirloom, then I guess it would be important. Yeah, it was. Because I want you guys to go looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Do you want me to roll a perception? Um, no. This is this is more uh, uh, flavor for right now. Um, okay. As you guys like go deeper into the uh, into the hall of mirrors, you actually see your present forms shift further and further. Um, and what do you guys look like old in your twilight years? Uh, who wants to go first? I mean, I I can go first, I guess. I mean. For, for her, she probably wouldn't really age after a certain point, but it would take a really, 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 really long time for her to look old when she finally did. She would still have the blue hair, but she would have, like, a just a big streak of white in it. She has, like, one side shaved, and her tattoos are now pretty much almost everywhere, including, like, on the part of her head that is shaved. And she wears, still has the flowers and everything, still probably wearing bright colors. The wooden headpiece that she wears, she'd wear, like, a much larger one this time. 
Ellie will look more frail, kind of hunched over, and her bright, like, magenta pink hair is now like a light pink. A lot more um, wrinkles on her face. Her wings probably be droopy, like she doesn't really use them anymore. You know, like a, like the cute old lady that walks around with a cane kind of look. Bamuth probably is about the same size, maybe a little bit smaller, just cause uh, maybe a little bit more hunched, mixed in with like his brown hair. There is now kind of gray hairs peeking out every so often. His tusks are very beat up, maybe a little bit chipped. Uh, one of them might even be kind of like broken off towards the tip. You can see that he's still got a decent amount of musculature, but he looks much more frail, kind of like that um, old man who works out kind of look. <laughs> and a lot of uh, a lot of his features are a little bit more droopy as well. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Pretty much, yeah. I, this this is kind of a hard one for me. Uh, if you if you'll indulge me a little bit. Absolutely, that's what this whole portion is about. <laughs> uh, because of uh, the weirdness of my character. The the image in the mirror is cracked into two separate images. In one, I have, like, that crown of horns that wraps around the back of my head is, like, pretty gigantic. Like, it's grown into, like, uh, almost like a demonic-looking crown. And my clothes are really tattered. And there seems to be a lot less humanity about me. And in the other image, I'm a much more just kind of kindly old wizard-looking dude. Possibly even a, a patron of my own. Not that I've gotten one, though, that I've hit a level, hit a, a point in my life where I could become a patron for others that seek, like, the truth of the universe that I've learned. So either, either my life's going to drive me crazy, or I'm going to become, like, a really cool dude. I like to imagine this is, like... Like one of those like two-headed eels, but like you're split to like uh, the waist, where like you see one portion like as the light side and one portion is like the dark side, but they're like they're sharing the same like legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like split down the center of me, like from head to pelvis. Yeah, and again, this is something that like everybody sees, including you. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody is seeing like the weirdness that is this character right now so yeah either either my my knowledge and my pursuit of knowledge is going to drive me crazy and i'm going to become some crazy looking demon lord dude or i'm going to like become a patron of those that seek truth like those are kind of my two futures why is there two of you um <laughs> i kind of look up at bombooth and i just go because the future is a mystery my friend and we never know what it's going to behold Bamuth is gonna try focusing really hard to see if he can change his reflection. Bahamuth, you kind of like, you think long and hard about what your future self looks like, how you can make yourself just a little bit more tone in the pecs. The image itself never seems to shift or change. It's almost eerily cemented. Oh... <laughs> I'm going to try and distract myself by making sure the gnome doesn't wander away. The halfling? Sorry, halfling. Yeah. You take the time 
after a time, you come to realize that the ring isn't actually here. And you guys don't need to roll for it. You guys kind of spend your time going deep into the the Hall of Illusions, and you come out the other side. You see the lady love who is standing outside. She stopped laughing, and Candlefoot's kind of like uh, he's kind of tending to her and getting her back on her feet. And she's holding the ring in her hand, and she's confused. Oh, um, I think we all are. <laughs> did you give her the ring before you came in here? And he looks down at the halfling. I mean, I, I had it in my hand. I was, I was, I was on my knee, and oh my god, did that mime propose to her? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's in love. He rolls he, up his sleeves. He's in love with someone else, and Ellie gets a like hearts in her eyes, you know, look in her face. Oh, oh, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's me. He kind of holds up a hand and, uh, takes hers. It's like, will, will you? I, I, and like, he kind I like, of, like, directs her away from this, the doll statue. I like, say, like, I, like, stops him from talking, and I'm just like, step away from the doll. <laughs> They kiss, she accepts, and puts the ring on her finger. You stopped trauma. Congratulations. Look at us, fixing relationships. So, what happened there then? Did the weird pig mask person return the ring to her? I, I think um, he just forgot it when he- You guys can roll like a history check. Could I do- I don't know, I guess Insight wouldn't work if he believes that he took it in with them, so yeah, I'll do history. Christy's pretty much got it. Christy, you would recall, like, as he was on his knee, he would have had the ring in his hand, and when she breaks down into laughter, and he's sobbing, he probably would have dropped it in the grass next to her. And when she comes okay. to, she would have, like, picked it up and be like, oh, hey, what's this? Okay. I think you dropped it. Which means that little creepy pig child thingy is a liar. Well, I guess it doesn't matter now. I'm a I'm a spoken for man, he says with like this like uneasy grin on his face. Okay, okay, McGucket, calm down. <laughs> no question. Uh, Did you actually bucket? They got me. Sorry. I interrupted. Did... Did you actually see a creepy child pig lady thingy? I mean, I wasn't judging, but yeah. Why would you trust something like that? Desperate. I really wanted this to work, and it looks like it will. And Without the, the creepy pig. Thing. Yeah, what you both said at the same time. Well, we saved one proposal. There's another proposal. Needs a little fixing. <laughs> What's say we stop this whole trying to save Cupcake Queen and just go into fixing relationships, guys? What do you think? We're oddly good at it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I don't want to lose my job. I also would prefer to not lose my job, although I could see taking this up as like a part-time gig. <laughs> Derek could demand you write us an entire campaign based on us saving Ruby's relationship. Oh my god. 
We could work. We could work for. We could work for Cupid. It'd be great. I'll I'll write it up. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, the more people could help out with, like, I don't know, a distraction or something. So that's true. Go see before Panache. before the halflings leave, we should probably like. I don't know. Go all mafioso on them and be like, "Yo, what's a favor?" Well, I mean, you'll have the best distraction in a moment when the extravaganza goes on. This is Scandalfoot. Is the bird lady still with us? Yeah. Did did Kettlestream follow us? Kettlestream didn't. They stayed with Candlefoot. But like at like a arms at, just out of arms reach, constantly. <laughs> All right, we've saved a relationship. We've saved another relationship. We've learned the name of the Hourglass Coven, so that's good. And we know we still need that watch. And also, there's at least two creepy things: one with a pig face, one that looks like a toad. The crescent moon and a shadow. Oh, three, yeah. three creepy, three creepy. There are three. Oh, okay, three, creepy, three things. creepy things. I I thought the the other ones were the same one. My bad. And the three creepy things, like haunting the the place. Can you go ahead and just assume they're part of the whole coven aspect? Yeah, I see them. I see them from time to time. What do they do? Do they just like there and gone? Like blink, boop, gone. So far as I've seen, but other times I've seen them just go into the hall. Um, sometimes they don't even care. They're pretty brazen. So what you're saying is we should go back in the hall? You're welcome to if you'd like. Though I don't know what it would help. How much I'm time not sure we... if we have... Yeah. How much time do we have before we have to... Well, if you look up to the top right, this this whole event took about an hour. The crowning of the Witchlight Monarch, which is the big extravaganza, is going to take place pretty soon. We should probably go approach um, Mr. Witch now. Right, because they said that that was when he was going to be by himself, kind of distracted preparing for it, right? Right. Yes. Kind of look at uh, Ellie and I'm like, it's time to show your stuff. Well, I hope so. Are we still using bird person as backup? Kind of look at everybody else and I look at bird person. I make the best shepherd's pie. I will take that as a yes. I was gonna say, like, I want to go, Mr. Gibbs, here for a second for Pirates of the Caribbean, and just be like, mostly we think that means yes. Thanks. We'll be doing business soon, partner. When did you get out to the Old West? They shrug. Maybe the Old West came here. So, invisible cake? 
Yeah, so the invisibility, how long does it last? One hour. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Did anybody else think it was going to end up in being, like, rounds? Yes. Technically speaking, like, yeah, every round is six seconds. So you, if we wanted to go for that long, we could. A lot of rounds. I think that'd be like what a thousand rounds then. Thereabouts, yeah. Um, we'll hold off until Caitlin gets back. Cause this is the uh, this is the big the big heist. I didn't realize she was gone. For some reason, my uh, my Discord is not pinging me when you guys message at all. Okay, that's uh, that's all right. Uh, I I could just as easily be like, hey, this is happening. Also, I appreciate the Roshi and uh, evil strange gifts. <laughs> See, I had a feeling this would take uh, quite a while, which is good. Like, I I, I want to get you guys into chapter two because I'm. Uh, it's all new territory for me as well. It took me so long to learn Chapter 1. Well, I mean, t fixing fixing everybody's relationship takes a long time. That's fair. That is very fair. Re good relationships aren't built in a day, Derek. Unless you're us. Yeah, keep in mind, you guys did all of this in less than five, like, seven hours. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> this is... I feel like you don't normally think about that with, like, D&D games. It's like, wow, this all took place over the course of, like, a few months. <laughs> yeah, this was, this is, uh, you guys did this in, uh, in a work, in a work day. It's, like, getting closer to midnight right now. <laughs> I suppose we'll start making our way back towards the staff area. Um, are we still good with the distraction while, like, go in to do it, or just go in ourselves. I mean, we can go in, right? We don't have to, or do we have to sneak into the staff area? To make this a little bit more interesting, when you guys make your way to the ridge, like the, uh, the ridge, the, uh, the outside of the, uh, the bramble, where, uh, Burley had let you, la let you in last time, Burley is also standing there, and he goes, man, I see you have, uh, You've acquired a new, a new member of the party. That's, that's exciting. Excellent. What is the plan? I would like to help. Well, um, I think Ellie is going to try to sneak in with her cake of invisibility, and then we have to make some kind of distraction. And I kind of look back at Chess, remembering what he did earlier, and I point at Chess, and I'm like, distraction. Also, there's that Thaco dude we were told to stay away from. He's probably in there, right? I was hoping you would say that. And he kind of, like, he brushes off his dungarees. I'll take care of Thaco. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I like where this is going. Me too. So what should the rest of us do? Well, how many people are back there? Um, at any given time, though, uh, out in the open, not many. The most people are trying to get rest in their, uh, uh, 
that's the phrase I'm looking for. I'm trying to get rest in their wagons. Uh, so they will probably be preoccupied with their own uh, business. So as long as you keep it quiet, you probably can get in without much of an issue. Uh, I'll take care of the only other guard, uh, because funny. And uh, yeah, you guys can do whatever it is you need to do. What about Mr. Light? Mr. Light is still with Mr. Witch. He hasn't come out yet. But I would wait for him to leave because he's he's the only one who goes to the uh, to the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch. Yeah, maybe I should take the idea that we just want to talk to Mr. Witch and like have a conversation or try to, and then see set off the rest of the distraction as well. Just multiple things to keep him preoccupied. So oh. lead with diplomacy and have the backup plan of uh, thievery anyway. I mean, we know he's not going to tell us anything anyway, but I, I don't know. Like, I... maybe... Mamuth and I can go in, like, we just want to talk. I have lots of questions about the Feywild. Just bombard him with questions that he won't answer. I think if we want to stump him, that might be good. Because I know... Chess is very good at asking confusing questions. Me and you are more on the... Or at least I'm more on the performative side. I'm not sure about you. I mean, I don't know if I can be as confusing as Chess, but I mean... I ask a lot of questions. Then I think you two should talk to Mr. Witch, and then I'll be... doing something if we need a bigger distraction. Yes, uh, let's... And I can slip in at the same time that Mr. Light leaves. He won't even know I'm there. Yes. Let's lead with Lorelai, uh, asking questions to see if we can get his attention. If he can't, if, if his attention's not, you know, pulled by Lorelai's questions, I can come up with something maybe I'll offer him a business proposition about investing in the carnival and expanding it see if that gets anything and if not we'll go into full on Harry carry mode and just chaos the hell out of him that I can do I'm not very good with um plans so I appreciate that you guys are better with that and the entire time, Laura, uh, Ellie will be getting his watch, which is likely the ultimate goal. Yes. And I'm putting it in a safe spot so that he will answer all our questions and then we'll give it back. Right. Well, that is a good plan. This all sounds wonderful. I love it. Alright, I'll just go take care of Thacko. Follow me. So, uh, Burley opens up the bramble, and you guys are able to walk your way inside. Burley goes up to Thacko, and goes, uh, <clears throat> I've been working on my magic trick. 
Check this out. I can make an asshole disappear. And he takes his he takes his pumpkin helmet off and slams it onto uh, Thacko, who just fucking collapses like a pile of shit. And then he looks back to you guys with a big old smile and a thumbs up. That's a good magic trick. I, re I return the thumbs up. <laughs> we gotta wait. We gotta wait for light to leave, right? Yeah. Um, Ellie, if you want, you can actually go into position. Yeah, I'm gonna eat the cake, and I go invisible, right? And I'll ask my pen, am I invisible? You just hear Ellie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I don't know. You don't look invisible. What does invisible look like? I just kind of smile and point in the general direction of the voice, like, meh. It's like, five feet off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, completely opposite direction or something, but... Okay, I'm gonna go get in position. Um, so... As we're getting ready to go into, I'm gonna look at uh, our Kenku friend. And, like, kind of suggest that they also come up with questions to ask to keep him distracted if they have an interest in this plan working. They look to you and shrug and go, I lost my ball! Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give him, tear out like a piece of paper. I was gonna ask for you to do that. Write you write the questions. They give a thumbs up. Ellie, as you land on Mr. Witch and Mr. Light's wagon, you actually hear this. You need to find a way to calm down. I'll calm down when that Kenko past is gone! She knows nothing. She'll get frustrated soon enough and be on her way. <sighs> I hope you're right. Trust me. That is what you hear. Okay. I'm gonna keep attention and I'm gonna be stealthing and I'm going to try and is like you know when Mr. Witch opens the door to leave or Mr. Light opens the door to leave I'm gonna try and slip in uh you slip in and you catch an odd maybe unexpected sight of them kissing as uh as they depart or as Mr. Light departs and you kind of sneak in as they're distracted oh, Ellie thinks oh another relationship it's the carnival, folks. Every... <laughs> it's a place you fall in love. This, this entire campaign is just us saving people's relationships at this point. And it's not its not bad, but not what I was expecting at all. I'm going to try and situate myself where I am don't move too much, where I can stand, where he probably won't go, where I'm kind of covered. I'm not going to try and cast shadows, you know what I mean? Totally. Try and be in the shadows so I don't cast a shadow. And you watch as Mr. Light departs the wagon. Burly stands in front of the unconscious Thacko and puts on a uh, puts on another helmet he just so happened to have and waves Mr. Light goodbye. And what are you guys doing? Does Mr. Light acknowledge us? Are you guys going? Are you guys in? I don't think we were in. I thought we were like standing outside waiting until Mr. Light leaves. Is that the plan? Yeah, I mean. We're not like in the tent or anything. Like we're waiting for Mr. Light to leave. Okay, but... so you are wait. You're you're waiting outside of the bramble. I thought we were. Are we inside the staff area? 
or are we outside the staff area? Is that what everybody's assuming? I was assuming we were peeking by past the bramble, but... Okay. If you want us to be hiding inside. But I'm assuming we'd have to stealth. Well, we can we can stand outside the bramble and wait for Mr. Light to leave, and when he does, we can just basically walk in like Brilly knows we're going to be there, and he's the only security guard. Are you guys going to, like, attempt to stealth? so he doesn't see you, or do you guys like, wave him goodbye? I'd want to stealth. But... Chess is willing to go with group consensus here, so Bahamut, uh, what do you think? Oh, sorry. No, uh, I just realized my mic was up and not... No, uh, stealth. Yeah. Okay. I think we should go stealth. Okay. Stealth it is, then. Uh, Kettle Steam, like, um, like, actually disguises themselves to look like the Bramble. Perfect. Um, let's see if Mr. Light will notice. Anybody? Probably. Actually. Thinking about that. I'm going to uh, cast Silent Image in front of us, in front of uh, the three of us, and the Kenku's already done their thing, so, but they gave me the idea. So I'm going to cast, basically, like, there is now a bush in front of us, hiding us from Mr. Light. <laughs> Perfect. I like to imagine everybody's kind of done their thing, and Chess just kind of, like, takes one large step forward, looking back at his friends, like, what the fuck are you doing? And then just makes the bush appear <laughs> as he walks past. Who, Mr. Uh, Mr. Light, rolled very low on his perception check, and just pays it no fucking mind at all, and just makes his way to the big top with his staff in hand. My eyes get big. <laughs> staff. So it does dilate. <laughs> Only for staffs. Focusing, focusing in on it. I get very jealous when people have walking sticks that are better than mine. I say Lorelai's walking stick is not as cool. I didn't even know you had a walking stick. I completely missed this. Yeah, I have like a quarter, a big quarter staff. Oh, it's in her picture. The picture that I, the picture that I see is still of Celine. Huh? No, and uh, you should have one for. In the uh, in, in the your, journal. Yeah, in the handouts. In your uh, yeah. Oh. I do. Well, yeah, your walking stick's often better than mine, too. So I'm constantly stealing covetous glances at that walking stick as well. I will say that you guys, uh, after Mr. Light makes his way to the uh, the big top, you make your way into the staff area. Did you say staff? Area. Okay. Um, What is Mr. Witch doing? I'm just curious while we're waiting. Does he seem uh, agitated, like... You know what I mean? Because he seemed calm, right? When he was talking to Mr. Light, like the opposite. Like, does he let his guard down when suddenly Mr. Light is gone? Yeah. His demeanor stays the exact same. He's, like, stone-faced. He's taking a moment to kind of, like, collect himself, you can tell, and maybe get dressed to do something. He's putting his jacket on, and you see the uh, you see the golden chain link hanging out of one pocket. Of the jacket? Yeah. So he's got, like, he's he's got the watch in his possession. Okay. Does he look at it at all, or does it seem like it's just there and he knows it's there, it's good? 
for now, he's not looking at it, no. He's, like, he's prepping to, like, do something. If it looks like it might be a good time, I'll move closer. Okay. But I am waiting on my friends to actually go for the watch. Rest of the party, what are you doing? Bamuth is going to stay outside, but stay close enough to kind of listen, so that if anything happens, he can try to make a loud noise or a distraction outside. Maybe, maybe pay attention to the the grass and the foliage around you as like a signal, <laughs> because with with her emotions like. So any of like the negative ones, then like things will start to like wilt a little bit. If she's like really angry or really scared or something, then presumably the grass and just like the immediate area might go a little dull. Like that could be a, a sign if he's staying outside. Okay, yeah, I will. Bamuth will keep an eye out for any changes in the in the vibes. The vibes He'll probably stand pretty close to the door and just kind of keep one of his ears up and listen in. Is kettle steam going? With or what do they? What do you guys want them to be doing? We don't know that they don't want to see kettle steam. Like that was only uh, that was only Ellie. Yeah, that was only me, and right. I had no way of communicating that. Yeah. So right. right now, the plan was to have kettle steam come with us and like help us distract by asking a lot of questions. Is it like a solid door or just like a tent flap? It's a wagon, so it's a solid door. And we're not stealthing, so I'm gonna knock on the door. <laughs> sure. You knock on the, the wagon door. You can actually feel the shifting of the kind of bigger form of Mr. Witch making his way to the door. Ellie, you see him make his way to the door. I'm gonna follow him and then try to maybe take his watch as he's talking to them at the door if he doesn't let them in. Upon opening the door, he goes, um, um, good, what is she doing here? And she points to, uh, or he points to Kettlesteam. Kind of like sheepishly waves. Have you been in cahoots with her this whole time? What is this? We just met. I just wanted to come back. I have a lot of questions. So do I. <laughs> Ellie, this would be the time. Yep, I'm gonna go for it. Ellie, I need you to make a sleight of hand check. Here goes nothing. I'm going to give you advantage. In fact, the book even tells you to give you advantage because there is currently a very large distraction going on in front of his own front door. So you are actually able to lift the lift the watch, which is practically your size, out of his pocket, and you guys would actually <laughs> see. Yes, you guys would see it, but Mr. Witch is unaware right now because he's agitated. Do you understand what kind of damage you've been doing to the carnival? You need to keep your mouth shut bird. On the upside, that's not really a problem anymore. I'm sorry, what? And I, <laughs> I look at Kettle, Kettle Steam and I'm just like, how are you feeling today, Kettle Stream? Emphasis on stream. I lost my ball! I don't follow. Ellie, you, uh, I, at, it's at this point, I need you to make a additional stealth check because you're carrying something the size of your body and trying to stealthily move it away. But you have the you have the watch in hand. I know this is this is technically a retcon, and if you say no, I completely understand because I really should have thought of this earlier. But I really feel like Chance would have given her bardic inspiration before going into this whole thing. Definitely would have. Next time declared earlier. I'm sorry. 
That's fair. But for this, Ellie, you rolled you rolled a nine. Yeah, not the best. You you kind of like <laughs> you make your way away from the uh, from the situation, but um, the chain catches on a, a, a stray cane that Mr. Witch just happens to have lying around, and it colli- it collides on the ground, and he turns around and notices you lifting his watch. He goes to crap you. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. 23. I'm sorry. I was totally describing the situation, and I didn't realize I didn't have push to talk on. <laughs> <laughs> you you are able to avoid his big mitts as he uh, swipes at you. Get back here! And you fly out the window. Yes, um, I was going to fly. <laughs> yeah, entirely unseen. And he looks, uh, Mr. Witch looks back to you, to you too. Where is my watch? I believe it just flew out the window. Why does she have my watch? I need that back. And we need answers. I'm not going to lie. This is going surprisingly well. Speak for yourself. Come in. Your watch will be fine. It better be. Uh, he invites you in. As we Noticing... go in, because Chess doesn't like leaving things to chance... He's going to turn to Bamuth and say, like, go find Ellie and make sure, like, that she and the Watch are both safe. I don't want anything happening to them. Bamuth uh, nods, and he begins going around searching for Ellie. Which is kind of funny, because I was actually going to go to Bamuth and let him carry it, because it's too heavy. <laughs> but I'll, I'll wait until he's thoroughly inside, door closed, distracted, to show myself. Um, so, and then, yeah, then I go inside, I imagine Lorelai and, uh, Kettle Steam come as well. He recomposes himself, not being angry, and you see him going back to being calm. You have questions? I will do my best to answer. But just... I need that watch back. Hourglass coming? You see him kind of like shoot you a look. <laughs> like, how do you know that? Immediately kind of like, <sighs> no, it's it's what helps us with the carnival. It's, to put it one way, it's like a lock to a key. Without it, I can't lock things up. Lock things up. Pack up and go with the carnival. It all kind of can reside in this watch. Okay. That makes... Magic's real. It makes sense. I'll go with it. I was going to say magic. (laughs) Is the watch also how you get back to the Feywild? The book doesn't say, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and say no, we have other means. Well, I just got really excited for a second. <laughs> the, uh, the blooms. Yeah, the grass outside. There's blooms. <laughs> In order of importance... What do you know about Zelbina? How do we get to the Feywild? 
And what's with the Hourglass Coven? Well, that's a lot. Yes. yes to answer the first question. To answer the first question, we believe that the Hourglass Coven is the reason Zilbina is no longer active these days. They are particularly malicious and kind of have us in a bit of a bind because you see, before Zelbina was a major patron, things were a little um, bright. And this wasn't, this wasn't actually the Witchlight Carnival to start. It was a Shadowfell location that we uh, that Mr. Light and myself uh, acquired. They were the original owners Hourglass Coven. But we acquired it in order to keep them happy and not give us too much grief. We occasionally allowed them entry into our world, this place to take from those who don't have their tickets punched. Remembers me walking yep. around with, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do perception checks. You're right, I didn't. Okay, so Zalbina, she hasn't been active recently. Who are the Witchlight Coven and what was the other question? Oh, the most important. We'll have to wait for Mr. Light to be done with the extravaganza. We both need to recite a phrase to get you into Prismere. That is how you will get to the Feywild. I look at Kettlestream and I kind of indicate, like, do, do they have any questions? Also known as DM, what are we missing? So you can use Kettlestream to tell us. Actually, Kettlestream, you see a look of somber kind of cross their face, like something's wrong. Maybe not necessarily with the information they're being given. They just look sad. She looks sad. They still, uh, she still has the uh, parchment, right? Yes. Uh, I ask her what's wrong. They write down and eventually come up with can't go Prismere packed. Your pact prevents you from going to Prismere? She nods. Well, you're going to have to and just to clarify, you also want Zelbina to be safe and, like, back in power and talking to her... Whatever you call... Patron. She nods. <laughs> so that's why... Yeah, that's why he said, probably asked us to go, because he couldn't go. That would make sense. I'm gonna look back to Mr. Witch, and I'm gonna say... I'm gonna be like... Zelbina is the patron of this entire carnival. You also want her safe. It would be nice, yes, but we're also running this carnival, which, you know, we're running off of ticket sales, which is only like a handful of silver a patron. We're doing our best with what we got. You're, yeah, no, that's fine. All right, as long as everybody in this room is agreeing that we all want Zelbina safe, Good. Also, does Zelbina being safe mean the hourglass coven goes away somehow? Is that a thing? That happened. I have to imagine that one exists without the other. So, if you make the hourglass coven go away, perhaps she comes back. Good. Good. Well. Did you make a deal with somebody high up in this coven? 
Or did you not speak to anybody directly that you know of? There are the, th the three major heads of the Hourglass Cup. Pig girl and toad person? No, those are uh, lackeys, for lack of a better word. Can we call them wacky lackeys? We spoke with the three major heads. Lady Brightstraw, Moongrave, and Nightshade. They are the ones who allow the, you called them creepy people around the carnival. Brightstraw, Moon... No. Go ahead. Brightstraw, Moongrave, and Nightshade. Right. Do they exist in, like, the Feywild or in Prismere as well? Is that how you can They are, they're the, uh, the ones who run the coven, yes. And they are in the Feywild. If it's just you two, I would, uh, suggest getting a little bit more help. Especially uh... considering that one can't join us. Or can't join you. You've got a vested interest in all this working out for the best. We're going to borrow a couple of your employees. Uh, that makes perfect sense. Yes. Bamuth the Brave and Ellie the Little. But also Brave. Um, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> when Mr. Light comes back, we will uh, negotiate getting the watch back. At this time, I'm going to go ahead and fast forward a little bit. You hear the extravaganza finish and Mr. Light comes strolling in. Flash forward past the fight where he keeps from strangling um, Kettle Steam. Mr. Witch explains the situation, and Mr. Light joins in. He's like, ah, well, ah, this is quite the evening, but it sounds like it will be best for all parties. I'm ready to go to the hall when you are. I'm going to... Uh, yeah. First, we have to collect our friends, and I have to want to make sure Ellie and Bamuth are with us before we do anything else. And we catch them right. up on the... And, like, we kind of catch them up on what's going on. You know, shorthand this. You guys now know everything we do. And then we can go to wherever we have to go to. As long as we're all in agreement that that's what we should do. Would have been outside, I guess, just chilling. But I thought, were we listening to this, or were we not listening to this? Because I'm, I'm gonna assume that we got close, but Bahamut was definitely because he he had a, a ear open, if I remember okay. correctly. And if you were sitting outside, I imagine you would have been privy to the entire conversation. Okay, I would have handed the watch to him to hide on him because it's obviously more able to do. But I also kind of want to look at it first. When you pop it open, the interior is not too dissimilar from a ordinary stopwatch. The thing you will notice is the watch itself is in pristine, perfect order. Like, it's cleanly polished. About the only thing that's out of place is you can tell that the top that kind of, like, activate a, like, stopwatch or something is a little worn on top. Not, not like, terribly worn, but, like, it's clearly the button that gets used the most. Okay, I'll ask Bamuth. Should I press it? Um, I don't know what will happen if you do. Um, 
Could I roll, can Bamuth roll an Arcana check to see if that would be a good or a bad idea? You know what? Yeah. Bamuth is terrible with Arcana, but, you know, he's going to try his best. Uh, that is a 10. He mentioned packing up the carnival with this watch, and that probably does something involving that process. You don't know what probably would be a bad thing. I don't think that we should mess with the watch at all. We have no idea what it'll do. Ellie's gonna stare long and hard, like this inner fight within her to not do it, or to do it. And then she'll, like, shove it at Bamuth and be like, Take it away! Take it away before I can't control myself anymore! Bamuth puts it in, like, his little sewing kit pocket and covers it up with, like, all of, like, the stray, like, fur that he uses to, to knit with. <laughs> do you just, like, knit on yourself? <laughs> for practice. He takes whatever he sheds off and then he knits it into like little scarves and hats and stuff. That's amazing. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, during the, all the exchanges and things that were happening, and then when we like were talking about officially going, Lorelai would make like a little flower crown to give to Kettlesteam. Like, don't worry. We'll take care of it. We'll get Sabina back. Everything's gonna be okay. And like plays with that on her since she can't come with us. And then it also at any moment where either Witch or Light were like not talking or like standing off um, while the other one was talking to the group or something, she would have just like held up um, her journal and the portrait like of her dad and be like, hey, by the way, when you're in the Feywild, have you seen this dude? And she would ask both of them at some point. You see them both kind of like scratch their head. Like, um, not really. We don't go there too frequently. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> and that's it for her. Okay, perfect. The The carnival lights all kind of shut down. And you see all the patrons begin milling out. Until eventually it's... It's just the four, it's just the, the lot of you walking down kind of eerie, mist-covered carnival ground. Ellie is definitely scared. And is gonna stealth on Bamuth again. And kind of whisper him, Don't worry, I'm right here. This is definitely, um, not the best vibes. Yeah, it's a, it's a little creepy. I mean, uh, Lorelai's like, it's that combination of it is very creepy and she's scared because of those creepy lackeys that hang around. That is outweighed by her excitement that she's finally, like, about to go to the Feywild. So, like, everything's blooming around her. And even though she's scared, she's also really, really happy. <laughs> it's a mix of emotions. Chess is along the ride at this point. All right. With that, then, Mr. Witch and Mr. Light both kind of stand in front of the Hall of Illusions, which is somehow even worse looking with no lights on, and Mr. Witch just holds out his hand. Who did that? Sorry, Mr. Witch? Um, I will... <laughs> I'll ah. tug on Bamuth and be like, the watch! The watch! Oh, um, yeah, right, uh... He digs through his bag and he hands it to him. 
you see him kind of like refasten it to his uh, waistcoat and uh, slip it in, and then they walk you in. Bamuth is going to hesitantly follow. He's nervous, but since he's literally with the people who run the carnival, he feels like he's probably safe. Okay. I'm, and... I'm holding on to him. Okay. I'm probably going to be uh, humming because I'm nervous. Sure. And uh, I'm not looking forward to it either, so... <laughs> okay. Well, I would have said something of like, I, I don't want to see my family again. Any last minute thoughts before I play this audio clip? Uh, not really. Not for me, anyways. Nope. Okay, just wanted to give everybody a last, last, uh, last chance for uh, RPA before we step in. Last chance before he TPKs us. Yep. The attack comes down and kills everyone. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> roll new characters. Hope you weren't too attached. As witch and light move through the Hall of Illusions, their reflections in the mirror show them as gloomy Shardakai children, with their own youthful reflections following behind. Soon they call you to a halt. The mirrors now reflect everyone's true age. Mr. Witch addresses you in a hushed tone. Everything you seek and more lies beyond this mirror. If you mean to step through, then stand in front of the glass and repeat this rhyme. Hither, thither, here and there, wander, yonder, show me where. I guess I'll repeat the phrase, is that... As you do, you see like an Ellie-sized plume of black smoke appear in the uh, the mirror. It, wait, an Ellie-sized plume of smoke, what now? On the interior of the mirror, you see an Ellie-sized plume of black smoke. But, like, Ellie is still here, though. Right. Okay, I just want to make sure she didn't, like, vanish or something. Yeah, I, too, will repeat the phrase. Hither and thither, here and there. Exactly. Seeing the others uh, do it is going to repeat. Although nervously. Yep. Each time you complete the rhyme, like a perfect, perfect size plume of black smoke, until eventually the entire mirror itself is a swirling, dark form. Mr. Witch and Mr. Light kind of just like look at you, like, well. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to it. Yeah. I go through. <laughs> okay. As you, uh, as you push through. I follow. As you step through, mist swirls in the mirror, blotting out your reflection. You push through the fog, one by one. However, the last person to go through hears this. Mind the rule of three. Future, present, and past. Find the alicorn and free the dormant queen at last! With their words, you are pushed through into Prismere. This was The Vibe Check, a Feywild adventure. The story was voiced by Chad as Chess, Ian as Bamuth, Christy as Ellie, Caitlin as Lorelai, and I am your dungeon master, Derek. 
If you can, please support the cast. Caitlin is a singer in the band Siren Valley. Siren Valley can be listened to on all major streaming platforms. That's S-I-R-E-N-V-A-L-L-E-Y. Most of, if not all, of the art is provided by Ian. You can find Ian at Steamed Iguana, all one word, on YouTube and Instagram. That's S-T-E-A-M-E-D-I-G-U-A-N-A. The music brought to you in part by Sirenscape. Visit Sirenscape.com for a staggering collection of module-specific soundscapes, moods, and sound effects. That's S-Y-R-I-N-S-C-A-P-E.com and MonumentStudios.net for thousands of copyright-free, high-quality tracks to fit your fantasy, horror, cinematic moods, as well as Foley sounds, magic sounds, and much, much more. That's M-O-N-U-M-E-N-T-S-T-U-D-I-O-S dot net. These are not paid endorsements in any way, we just really love what they do. The Wild Beyond the Witchlight, a Fey Wild adventure, was written for Wizards of the Coast and is owned by Hasbro Incorporated. All rights reserved. Please support the official game. You will not regret it. Mm-hmm.